0: Welcome to this week's podcast, The Tower Pod from St. Mary's, Master Mortain with Idlington. A message from the Gospel and a thoughtful sermon each week. Do subscribe and also like and review on your chosen platform and share with your friends. Thank you and God bless. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. He said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying. For it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your word. And as we think on these things, open our hearts and minds to hear your word to us. Amen. Amen. Now, the story that I have for you today is the story of the magic soup stone. And it doesn't matter if you've heard the story before. If you have, I hope you'll enjoy it again. Because it's one of those stories that is not just for listening once. And I'll say a bit more about that later. So, a kindly old stranger was walking through the land when he came upon a village. Maybe it was Marston, who knows. And as he entered, the villagers moved towards their homes, locking the doors and windows. The stranger smiled and he asked, ''Why are you all so frightened?'' I'm a simple traveler looking for a soft place to stay for the night and a warm place for a meal there's not a bite to eat in the whole province they said we are weak and our children are starving better keep moving on oh I have everything I need in fact I was thinking of making some stone soup to share with all of you. He pulled an iron cauldron from his cloak. He filled it with water. Until it was full. And then he began to build a fire underneath it. Came on very quickly, actually. (laughs) And then with great ceremony, he drew an ordinary looking stone from a silken bag and he dropped it into the water. It splashed very quickly through the water to the bottom and made a noise. By now, hearing the rumor of food, most of the villagers had come out of their homes while they watched from their windows. And as the stranger sniffed the broth and licked his lips in anticipation, hunger began to overcome their fear. Ah, the stranger said to himself rather loudly, I do like a stone soup. Of course, a little extra seasoning would be nice. Now one old woman stepped forward, with the seasoning. Where's that old woman? There she is, bless her. (laughs) Yes. So she stepped forward and she said, well, you can have some salt and pepper. I'm not so poor that I can't find you a bit of salt and pepper. Thank you. So the traveler thanked the woman and he seasoned his soup. And um, funnily enough, it was Himalayan rock salt. Pink salt, there you go. He seasoned his soup. The traveller stirred the pot and he spoke to her. Of course, he said, I remember a stone soup that once had a bit of cabbage in. Now, stone soup with cabbage, that's hard to beat. Soon, another villager approached Hesitantly, holding a small cabbage that she'd retrieved from its hiding place and added it to the pot. Wonderful, cried the stranger. You know, I once had stone soup with cabbage and a bit of salt beef as well, and it was fit for a king the village butcher managed to find some salt beef commonly known as corn beef in our times there you go <laughs> thank you butcher <clears throat> he gave it a bit more of a stir and so it went through potatoes onions carrots Onions, thank you, lovely. I love a bit of stone soup with onions and carrots. Wonderful, thank you. That it all adds flavour. Potatoes. Thank you. Wow. Celery, parsnips, sweet corn. That's me. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, lovely old woman, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, young man. (laughs) Until there was indeed... Oh, wait, celery, of course. Celery, thank you. Thank you, kind sir. This is what celery used to look like in the old days. (laughs) And so on, until there was indeed a delicious meal for everyone in the village to share. The village elder offered the stranger a great deal of money for the magic soup stone, but he refused to sell it and was determined to travel on the next day. He looked in the pot for the soupstone, <laughs> which he struggled to find. Here it is. And as he left, the stranger came upon a group of village children standing near the road and he gave the stone to the youngest child and he told them it was not the magic stone it wasn't the magic stone that made delicious soup to feed you all it was your own generosity and your sharing that performed the magic the stone well it's just a stone after all So let's give everyone a clap for taking part. Thank you. So often we live on a life based on the mindset of scarcity. There's not enough to go round. The church doesn't have enough money, etc. I'm going to hold on to what I have and get more if I can. As these villagers were, each holding on to their own little bit, which was not enough the travellers' storytelling worked its magic on the villagers so that instead of storing up their not-enoughs, the villagers came together and shared, finding that there was plenty for all. And so the story's also supposed to work its magic on you and me. It's one of those stories that we're supposed to hear again and again until its magic has worked on us all. And the real question we need to ask ourselves about stories like this one is, not have we heard them, but have we been moved by them? Have we allowed them to change us? And this story echoes the big story within which we live, our small stories. The big story of God's generosity. Paul writes to the Philippians and to us, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so, people of God, if we live like this, then the whole world will be one step nearer to knowing Christ and sharing the abundant gifts of God that we celebrate and give thanks for today. Thank you.